Thursday's uh, podcast, Bush and Richie, our stay-at-home time show. Um, Bush, your other half, Katie, obviously she's having to work from home at the moment, much like uh, my other half, Natalie. Um, yeah. Do you are you working in the same area? Because like we're kind of finding at the moment, she works in the morning. Obviously, I work in the afternoon. So is there like their paraphernalia left around? There's quite a bit of uh, what I call Katie stuff lying around. Yes, a lot of Katie stuff. <laughs> Katie things. See, Natalie works in a completely different sector to uh, to me. And um, there's a giant calculator here. And immediately I've just been transported back to school and trying to type things into the calculator so it says something upside down. It was one of my favourite things to do, that is. What was, what was the variation? It was boobless... Oh, I always had boobies. Did you do boobies? I think I did boobless was, was the one that we used to do because you get more points. Not as fun it's more as letters. boobies, is it? It's not. It's not nowhere near as much fun, <laughs> but uh, I think it was more, more letters there, so you felt like you got extra credits. It's no game of Scrabble, but it, it's certainly past the time. And then the square kids would just type hello. Yeah, I know. What are we doing to doing hello? I mean, what the hell is all that about? <laughs> did you reckon they still you have to... as well? The, um, do you remember scientific calculators from school? Like you had to go yes. and you had to get one for like GCSEs and they had like a, yep. a plastic lid on them with orange keys down and loads of symbols, hieroglyphics, and you didn't know what they meant. Do you think they're and still it, a uh, thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. And it said cos tan sin, didn't it? Yes. I don't even know In what those fact, things are. I think they're oh French words. Here's a, little, <laughs> here's a little thing. I think I'm doing it right now. You can do this as, uh, do this podcast as, uh, if, you're, if you're bothered and can be bothered. Um, and have an iPhone. If you turn, yes, oh yes, right. So if you turn on the calculator function on your iPhone, and then yeah. turn it horizontal, uh, then it turns into a scientific calculator. So I've got all those things. Hold on a minute. So I've got a um, what's it called? A uh, Fisher Price. What's it called? Now what's it called? The um, what's the phone called? It's not an iPhone. Android. Yeah. Android, that's it. So I, I've got the uh, calculator bit up. Let's try this on an Android for our Android listeners. Uh, here we go. And then I tilt it. Yes, I've got rad in n exclamation mark sin cos tan ig in. And you still don't know what any of them do. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Here's the podcast. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. It's the stay-at-home time show on a Thursday night here on Absolute Radio, the official soundtrack to being cooped up with your loved ones. You love them, but you are cooped up with them at the end of the day. Well, look, you've not mentioned it yet. You're playing it down, and I like your style, but how was it being on telly this morning, eh? <laughs> it was weird, wasn't it? I didn't even know we were going to be on, and then uh, and then someone tweeted me to say that I was on telly. Let me explain what's going on because uh, somebody's boy being a little bit coy. So obviously, oh. Bush does this. Um, <laughs> Bush does this uh, podcast. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm fine. Uh, Bush does this podcast uh, with uh, Mel Gedroich, national treasure off the telly. Uh, Mel Gedroich is quilting. And as a result of that, Mel was talking on Good Morning Britain this morning. And then suddenly on the big screen, there the two of you are doing your quilt together. Big screen, big screen version of your fizzog on my telly. Do you know what, what a treat that must have been for you, Richie, first thing when you're having your breakfast this morning? I've, do you know, I've never been on telly, never really been on telly before in my entire life. Someone tweeted me, though, when it was on, because I was wearing a stripy top, and yeah. they showed this video clip of Mel and I doing a bit of quilting, uh, and someone said it looked like Mel was visiting me in prison. 
<laughs> so you can, you can always rely on the home time listeners to put the boot in uh, those did, inopportune moments. Did look a little bit like that. I thought it'd be good good fun to us to uh, to all share the times that we've been on telly. You you might not have had that chance, um, but maybe it's a walk on part. Maybe it was a an interview on some uh, local news feature or whatever. Whatever the the reason was that you had your starring role. Maybe it isn't uh, quilting in a uh, prison visit like it was for Bush this morning. <laughs> but tell us what it is. You can text us eight twelve fifteen or tweet us at Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush was in my lounge this morning, but on the telly. On the telly because he was on Good Morning Britain with his uh, with his podcast pal Mel Gedroich uh, talking about their quilting podcast. So we want to hear from you uh, about your, your television appearances. Uh, Gary has uh, left a comment on the Facebook page saying he was on the Graham Norton show telling a story Ooh. about an incident that happened to him in Greece, but he won't share it with us. Probably a good thing, that. But that suggests oh. that Gary was in the big chair, which is amazing. Uh, please, just personally tell Richie and I what was the outcome of that story. Richie, you've, you've, got, to, you've got to share with everyone, of course, you've been on, you've been on quite a high level of TV, you have. Well, the, because, because my, my one big one appeared on Dave, and that was uh, when we did the Red Bull soapbox race, because, bless Dave, the repeats come round quite often. Um, it's, it was an amazing day, but I... I I just get these tweets every now and then of like, oh, I've just seen you on telly on the Red Bull Soapbox race. It's kind of like, oh, right, Dave's, Dave's repeating that again. OK, cool. <laughs> so that might be the best one so far. But if you've got something that's maybe a partial, well, even a bit of you's been on telly, like Sarah Moody says, guys, my legs appeared on an episode of The Bill when they were filming by my school once. Well, there you go. That's the current frontrunner of a body part being on an actual TV not, show. Not the legs, in the closing credits. Do you know what? That's what I did think at first, but no, apparently she just walked by and she was in her school uniform from okay. back in the day. So it's still not bad. 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. When have you been on the telly? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tonight, Absolute Radio joining the country at 8 o'clock for this huge round of applause for our brilliant NHS staff currently working tirelessly uh, amidst the current coronavirus crisis. We've never needed our health service and all the carers more than we do right now. Crucial. We're asking you to join in this mass show of solidarity. Kitchen, lounge, garden, wherever you want to do it, join in and show our appreciation. Uh, right now, we want to hear from you if you've appeared on telly, like Bush did this morning. Yeah, I was on Good Morning Britain this morning, uh, the little uh, quilting podcast I'm doing with TV national treasure Mel Gedroich called Mel Gedroich's Quilting. Uh, have you ever been on the telly before? Our lovely uh, colleague, Sarah Champion, uh, who's been in a few different things on TV as well. She, she's doing, she's going great guns in the world of acting, but she, we got her to send us a quick, in, in, the, in the form of a, a WhatsApp voice note, because that's how things are now, a quick uh, scan across her acting resume. Have a listen to this. So a few parts that spring mind for me uh, I played a stripper in the show Pram Face for the BBC I played a gold digger in a comedy called Marley's Ghosts and I played a real nasty piece of work in Casualty once I had to keep calling the lovely actor Martin Jarvis a pervert because I thought he was up to no good in the bushes I'm just all about making my parents proud 
Well, I don't think I'm top of the tree with my Red Bull soapbox race anymore, am I? Uh, no, it's all to play for. <laughs> yeah. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Bush had a starring role on Good Morning Britain this morning uh, alongside uh, Mel Gedroich as they were talking about the uh, podcast they do together. So we're asking you about the appearances you've made on telly. 81215 to text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Hi, Bush and Richie. My name is Kenny. I've been on Don't Get Done, Get Dom. <laughs> Brilliant. That is amazing. What about that? I'd love to have a photograph in taken the, with him as well. He's a, little, he's a little fella, isn't he? He is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making sure people don't get done, they get donned instead. Uh, in the mid-90s, Barbara Windsor was filling in for Keith Chegwin on Down Your Doorstep on The Big Breakfast. This isn't, by the way, the same guy. It's a different one. Uh, my dad went up against our next-door neighbour in a penalty shootout with Ray Clements in goal. I'm wow. in the background wearing a very large adult England shirt and my dad won a Honda Accord. <laughs> Do you know, look, it's just a side thing to know, right? If you've ever won anything on telly as well, you know, like cause you get these people who win caravans or holidays or whatever. Let yeah. us know eight, twelve, fifteen. Uh, in other news, we've had a Facebook message from a lad called Liam Kelly, and he's done a freeze frame of what is obviously an episode of Match of the Day, and it's him just behind the goal, uh, mouth agape as a ball's gone past the goalkeeper on the left-hand post. And I'd love it if you've ever been like on, you've seen yourself on Match of the Day. I mean, I've been to loads of games where there's been televised or whatever it's been shown in the highlights but never in my life have I actually been on Match of the Day so do let us know about that and staying with the football theme uh, Claire has tweeted to say guys I went to watch an England game at the Bristol Academy years ago and ITV News stopped me on the way in to interview me they were doing a piece on trouble at football matches I'd love to see it again I know I was very drunk and sounded incredibly Bristolian if you've been on TV in any capacity uh, do let us know tonight you can text the show 81215 or tweet us at Absolute Radio Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Which, which room are you broadcasting from this evening, Richie, on the show? Back in Charlie's bedroom tonight. I've moved back a bedroom. I like the fact that you're moving a bedroom each night. It sounds like a little adventure around your house. Might be the kitchen <laughs> tomorrow. Let's see what happens. It's the stay at home time show with Bush and Richie. It just makes the whole thing less of a Groundhog Day. That's the way I'm finding it anyway. Uh, look, I can't believe the amount of you that have had your little walk-on bits on television after Bush was on Good Morning Britain this morning. 8.12.15, thanks for your texts and your tweets as well. Uh, this made me laugh so much. I'm a policeman. I was on Countryside 999 and suffered the national and force indignity of having to have subtitles because I'm from the North East and I was a little oh. bit excited. <laughs> Chin up, oh, everyone, so says Mark. Martin. That's brilliant. Oh, that is unbelievable. Uh, and then Bush Ritchie being on the telly, Cadbury's Finger of Fudge advert in the 70s. Two kids playing conkers. School bell goes and loads of kids run past. I'm the last but one kid running past. Filmed at my school, got paid a fiver and a box of fudge. I love that. Do you know, I remember that advert and I'd love to know, when adverts come back on again or whatever, do you get like royalties the way that say Noel Gallagher will get if like, a, you know, an Oasis song's played on a radio station? Let us know. Uh, some great Lee stuff coming in. Liam have to tell us. Yeah, please. Please get involved. You can text us 81215. Claire Hackett says on Twitter, Guys, we were in the audience for James Corden's Late Late Show and a hawk buzzed over our head. That's pretty damn good. And Kirsty from Coventry says, Guys, I was on TV. I once applied to be on Songs of Praise at Coventry Cathedral. Sadly, halfway through my audition, my trousers started to fall down. 
which needless to say put me off a bit. I never did get to sing as part of the choir at the cathedral, but at least I had my five seconds of embarrassing fame. Songs to Praise goes blue. It does, a bit of blue on Songs of Praise. for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie it's the stay at home time show it's bush and richie so one of the unavoidable consequences of us all being cooped up together is that we're going to get on each other's nerves that's just a fact it's going to happen to all of us i don't care how good your relationships are with people when you're in close confinement like this there's going to be a bit of friction that is why richie and i have created a brand new task force called the home time peacekeepers uh, i think richie and i in un camouflage and helmets driving around in those painted white tanks and the whole point of the home time peacekeepers is that you can air your grievances in a safe environment so if someone in your household's getting on your nerves, you can talk about it here and we promise it won't escalate. Because a problem shared is a problem halved. Share it with us. You don't have to tell them, you see, and then no one gets the aggro. I have to say, I'll share something from our household. Uh, a cumulative one, sort of little sort of build up throughout the day uh, meant that last night a very, very old historical argument reared its head again. And that is the use of the electric toothbrushes. We have our own separate ones now because I've always said that Natalie doesn't charge hers properly and do you know what happened last night hers died would oh, I let no. her use my base no because she doesn't keep hers charged properly Richie this is like we're in the middle of a global pandemic here and trying to look out for each other you can't be teaching people life lessons by not letting them use your toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've had, we've had a similar thing going on here. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, at Bush on the radio, I'm going to retweet it in a minute, but I strimmed our back garden today, right, because mm-hmm. it was it was massively needed doing, and I've kind of gone through quite a few of my other half KT's daffodils, <laughs> but they're in the way of all <laughs> the, the grass I needed to get to, like a really disgruntled council worker who can't be bothered to do the the uh, the bit between t- a dual carriageway, um, oh, so that we've we've had that out today. Apparently, I've got shonky workmanship going on. But uh, again, <laughs> I, I've talked about it in this environment, and it won't escalate any further because that's what the home time peacekeepers are all about. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Danny Blake, a little snapshot of what's going on in his house. He's contacted us on Facebook and says, uh, she blinks too loudly and apparently I lock the front door the wrong way. <laughs> I, don't, wow. I don't even know how you can lock the front door the wrong way. Surely there's well, only one way for it to get locked. It winds her up, whatever it is, whatever he's doing is winding his missus up. Uh, Carl says, my wife keeps wanting to go for family walks to the duck pond. Thing is, I can't tell her to go by herself and that we'll stay home and safe, thanks very much. Because if she catches anything, she's going to bring it back. Well, look, you can still you can still stay a good distance apart. The ducks are still going to need their bread. That would be my observation, Carl. Uh, and Holiday Angel on Twitter says, I keep catching my husband using toilet paper, yes, toilet paper, to blow his nose when we've got plenty of tissues. I can't defend that one. That's like having a water fight in the desert. What's he doing? <laughs> Tanya says, my husband keeps shouting door every time someone leaves the front room door open. I'm seriously shoving, thinking about shoving that door somewhere. We're only on day six. And Gareth in South Wales says, isolation rules get intense in our house. Other family members keep putting the chocolate in the cupboard. Everyone knows it goes in the fridge. Please settle this debate. Oh, tough I one, think it isn't it? on time of year. I think sometimes melted chocolate's really nice. 
I'm, I'm going to go fridge, 100% fridge. You can't be having chocolate in just a cupboard. It's a waste. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We are the Hometime Peacekeepers. Uh, we're trying to nip arguments in the bud before they develop, so share them with us, 8 to 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, speaking of nipping things in the bud, although you did a lot more than that to the daffodils, you spoke about this daffodil incident earlier uh, in your back garden. I am on the yeah. side of your other half, Katie. I've just seen the video that she's posted on Twitter. It's absolutely brutal what you did. What? What's the problem? I, I, I had a job to do. Yeah, I went through quite a few of her daffodils, but I needed to get the job done quickly and efficiently. Also, aren't daffodils like weeds or whatever? You're, so I'm doing her no, a favour. You have to plant a bulb to get a daffodil. What what that video is is like some kind of X-rated nightmare on Elm Street of daffodil <laughs> horticulture. Do you know what, uh, uh, Paul Reson has tweeted me. He's a fellow Evertonian, and he endorses my approach. He says standard bloke behaviour. You asked me to cut the grass. Now it was mentioned about not smashing the daff. Hashtag never be asked to do it again. <laughs> and I think that might be my point. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. This last text that's come in is unbelievable. This is so good. Uh, it's from Big Al. It says, Dear Bush and Richie, my wife wore my best shoes out back to go to the freezer late last night, then left them by the back door. This morning I get up... <laughs> One's been taken. <laughs> one's been taken by a fox, and the other one's been <laughs> pooed in. I'm not. An ang- I'm not an angry person, but that's the <laughs> absolute limit. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> can I? Can I offer a tip to Big Al? Uh, I mean, it's t- <laughs> it's too late now. It's not going to get it back from the fox or um, depoo the other shoe. Um, I have two pairs of slippers. I have an indoor slipper and an outdoor slipper. And if he had the same system, that incident would not have taken place. He's definitely learned the hard way. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie. It's absolutely radio on a Thursday night. We're all getting used to stuff being cancelled or postponed. And as you might have heard already, sadly, the Isle of Wight Festival 2020 has been cancelled. If you had tickets or you need more info, you can head to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk right now. Obviously, we're really devastated. We won't be bringing you the live coverage from the festival this summer. Uh, it's been something that Absolute Radio has loved doing every year. We've been doing it for years as well and we know that you love being part of it but do not worry we have a cracking plan a cunning plan we're going to create some special shows across the weekend starting on Friday the 12th of June almost like a virtual festival so make sure you join Sarah Champion Danielle Perry Ben Burrell and the team as we take you and put you in the front row of some of the biggest performances from the last decade at the Isle of Wight Festival we're going to relive a classic headline sets backstage sessions interviews and put you in the festival mood but in your own home we're trying to move on tonight we were the hometown peacekeeper before six o'clock this evening and obviously we've got Paul McKenna to come soon but something has popped up out of our peacekeeping debates tonight and it's the comments about chocolate in the fridge it's proved (laughs) rather divisive Uh, your texts (laughs) milk chocolate in fridge dark chocolate in cupboard so there's a split on colours of chocolate there That, that proves that proves that dark chocolate is just for cooking and shouldn't really be a thing 
It's a good point. Uh, Alex says, we had the chocolate in the fridge debate recently on holiday. Out of eight of us, two thought it should be eaten at room temperature. I was one of them. Cold chocolate takes the taste away. I think that's quite a uh, controversial comment. Very, very Uh, controversial. I'd love to come back to you with the percentages there, but I can't work them out. And Johnny, finally, I think he could find a very good way of uh, solving this whole thing. Johnny says on Twitter, where do you find chocolate in a shop? Unless the weather is 90 degrees outside, you normally find it on a shelf and not in the fridge. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Time for another of our celebs at home right now. This evening, it's Paul McKenna, who we chatted to uh, back end of last week when we were still allowed out. Do you remember those days? And when we chatted to him in the studio, we kicked off by asking how he was. Hello, lovely to be with you. How are you coping at home, Paul? Do you know, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Um, you know, I, I mean, I thought... Well, I'm going to get a couple of months with me feet up, and you know, actually, I've never been busier because, um, um, funnily enough, I want to you know talk to everyone. Everyone wants to talk to me about how do we cope with the stress and you know the pressures on the relationships and things like that. So, actually, at this time, self-help has become pretty relevant. What do you think is the biggest uh, pressure on people at the moment? Do you think it's all that this over? They're calling like the epidemic of rolling news. Yes. Do you know, I think you're right. And in fact, there's research to show that people who watch rolling news uh, a lot tend to uh, predispose themselves to greater depression and anxiety. And, um, you know, I've just been speaking to people on the phone, um, you know, uh, on the on the Internet. And the amount of people who normally are fairly chilled about things are anxious. So um, I, um, I do things every day to get myself in a good, calm, sort of focused place. But I think when people around you are uptight, you know, it's one of those things where you have to be careful. You don't, in the same way, get infected with the virus that's going around, uh, with the mindset that's going around as well. It's hard, isn't it? Because uh, you can try and be a strong person for someone else. And the more that you're doing that, you can maybe lose sight of how you're actually doing. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, I think. You know, it's the, in my case, it's the healer, heal thyself. But you're absolutely right in wanting to help others. You can also uh, end up uh, wound up or run down. So we love the title of your new book, Seven Things That Can Make or Break a Relationship. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, this is um, a book that people say, you know, how long does it take to write one of these? Physically a year, but I've been writing it for for decades. And uh, there's a lot of science that shows us why people get on and why they don't. And so uh, I have collected that along with my own, you know, breakthroughs and research and put it together in a format. Because when people say, well, what are the seven things? I say in this book... There are seven processes. So if, say, for example, I say communication, we all know that good communication is going to create a good relationship, but what is it about communication? Well, just an example is that, once again, we know that people think in pictures, sounds, and feelings. But all of us prefer one modality over the others. And why that's important is, I'll give you an example. My wife, she's visual. 
So she likes to see something that lets her know that I love her. So I either you know, bring her a present, some flowers, or I do an act of service. I go make tea in the morning and say, look, I love you, darling. She, me, I'm auditory, because I was a radio broadcaster like you guys, and um, I like to hear it in a voice that's you know, very believable. People who are kinesthetic, feeling to people, you've got to touch them meaningfully when you tell them. So there's a whole lot of things like this, which are small things, um, small differences that make a difference, if you like. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I don't want to try and, you know, uh, guess what is in there in the book. People need to read it or listen. I presume it's an audio version as well. People can yeah. listen to it yeah. on the tube and stuff as well. Surely one of the things that can break a relationship is watching ahead when you've had an agreement uh, in terms of a box set on, say, Netflix, and you've <laughs> gone ahead and, and, and gone a series ahead, surely. Oh, definitely. You know, that's in there. That's a whole chapter that is. I mean, you know, is control of the remote is, you know, something that will make or break a relationship. The, um, on, on, um, on the sort of break side of it, and this is kind of relevant to what's going on now, is, um, is that there's some fascinating research done by a brilliant psychologist called Gottman, and he can tell within a few minutes whether people will stay together or not for, you know, decades. Oh, my and, word. Yeah, and, and how he does it is he listens to the way they're communicating. And um, he listens for things like um, um, personal criticism, defensiveness, and contempt, which is, you know, when that's, when that's seeped in, it's all over. But I'll give you an example of how a communication can go. Um, and, you know, this is what people are going to be finding over the next few weeks, isolating, is one person says to the other, uh, something like, um, I'd really like to go away on vacation when all this is over. And the other one goes, well, I don't want to go abroad. And then the other one goes, why are you always so negative? Now, what happens? The first person made a request, go away on holiday. The next one made a request, which is not to go on board. And the, the, the first person jumped to the level of personal criticism and said, why are you always so negative? Rather than go, well, what kind of holiday would work for you? Because conflict comes from unmet needs. So if the first person had said, want to go away on holiday, the second one had gone, don't want to go abroad, and it said, what sort of holiday do you want? Oh, I'd like one because I don't like flying or I don't like foreign food or whatever. Then, you see, they can both meet each other's needs. But instead, the way it spirals out of control is, yeah, um, why are you all so negative? Um, why are you all so unrealistic? Oh, am I really? Yeah, and so what happens is they go into um, personal criticism, defensiveness, and then usually stonewalling, something like, okay, well, that's fine then. Well, are you upset? So that is a sort of macrocosm of how it is that people set up an argument by going from a simple unmet need to to um, a personal criticism. And the way to stop it is obviously to recognise what it is and just break state and not argue. But at the moment, there is so much um, um, uh, tension, stress, fear yeah. um, in connection with all that's going on in the world, because big changes, that it's likely to come out sideways and be about, you change your TV channel, as you mentioned, or, you know, you, you, you left the cap off the milk and it'll be daft stuff like that. Uh, now, uh, I want to run something past you. So, uh, uh, Bush and I have been uh, running a feature on the show. We, we call ourselves the, the Home Time Peacekeepers mm -hmm. uh, because a problem shared... Is a problem half. Um, yes. Is that, as a catchphrase, actually valid? Is a problem shared a problem halved? I think it's the way it's shared. So if somebody feels like, you know, you know what it's like when somebody just dumps their problems. They go, whatever you say, oh, it just brings you down, you know. Oh, you know, shall we go out? Mm, probably not, because it won't mean anyone. You know, and they're like, literally like an energy vampire. That's different <laughs> to somebody saying to you, um, you know, I'm really feeling quite down at the moment. And you go, oh, okay, well, what's, what is it? And you're genuinely trying to help. And um, not trying to bring you down, but being 
I suppose, open enough to share with you that they have this issue and trust that you might be able to, you know, be a good person to listen to it. Because one of the things, again, that's very important with all this um, isolation is still keeping connection with people. We know this from the research into loneliness and depression, that human connection, because, you know, it doesn't have to be actually uh, in person. It can be on, you know, Skype or WhatsApp or whatever. But connect even some forum, you know, we all just have a shared interest. Yeah. That kind of thing actually makes people feel good. And so when you are in a group, be it physically or indeed online, you get a rise, a like-minded group, you get a rise in a happy neurotransmitter called serotonin. And so, you know, being like when, you, you know, like when you're at, say, a football match and you're there with your team and you get uplifted or at a rock concert or something like that. I remember those. Experience. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul, what, what, so are you okay at home and, and in, in terms of like padding around in your own flat and stuff like that? And also, second question, what are you having for tea tonight? Because we're, we're checking in on people. Here. Right. Well, actually, I'm glad you did. You see, human connection. Do you know, I am actually okay uh, at home. I, I actually really like, you know, a lovely house. I've got a nice view. But the other thing I do like to do, and I've just been and done, is had a walk um, in the park. Obviously, I keep a couple of metres away from everybody. <laughs> but I still, you know, walk in nature is my meditation. Yeah. You know, it's just beautiful to be amongst the trees and the plants, flowers, that sort of thing. And uh, for tea this evening, I think, actually, I've got two choices. And this is not when you've got options in life. I could go with fish fingers, chips and beans. Right. Oh. Or I could make I could make a turkey salad, you know. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> or that's a curveball. I could I could push the boat out and go with a penne. Arabiata, extra spicy. Oh. Oh. All the different bases covered there. I'm leaning towards yeah. fish fingers, chips and beans. I'm yeah. leaning towards penne arabiata. Oh. Yeah. oh. Well, I mean, just even the fact that we haven't even eaten it yet and already we're tasting it in our minds, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're imagining it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know it's difficult. See, yeah. I'm imagining that the... Uh, I've got to, sh- to say, the, the, the fish fingers, chips and beans, I'm imagining quite dry, actually, compared yeah. to the arabiata. Well, as long as he doesn't go near the turkey salad, I think that in these times, why punish yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, it's an honour to have you on. Make sure yeah, you go and get the book Seven Things That Can Make or Break a Relationship by Paul McKenna. It's out now. Uh, and stay safe and lovely to speak to you. Thanks for talking Absolute Absolute Radio. Not, not at all. God bless. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Home time, Bush and Richie, Thursday evening. It is the stay-at-home time show. That's right, and we've been taking your um, issues at home this evening on the little feature that we've been doing called the Home Time Peacekeepers. Uh, Rich and I, a hypothetical military task force, diffusing any uh, brewing tensions that we've got in houses where everyone's kind of cooped up together. Uh, if you've got a problem in your house, tell us about it. Maggie says, uh, just the other day, she's been accused of crunching twiglets too loudly while she was was catching up with Belgravia. <laughs> that would annoy Ouch. me. It's a wind uh, up. This whole this whole feature now ratified by Paul McKenna, as you heard earlier. Uh, so, Claire, here's some advice for you. She's just emailed, says, just had a heated moment in the kitchen with my 17-year-old twins over kitchen scissors. Trying to make a homemade flan, and uh, they keep nicking them. Just finished a 12-hour night shift and would like to thank all for their kind wishes during this very difficult time. But we can't forget about everyone else is doing their bit. Nursing agency staff, police, shop assistants, delivery drivers the list goes on thank you very much says claire who's listening to absolute 80s 
God bless her. Still have a question. Why is she using a pair of scissors to make a flan? Please get back to me. <laughs> Cutting the crust at the side. Oh, that's a bit personal. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. Just to go back to what Richie and I were talking about before we got going, which was the inputting of rude or time-wasting words onto a calculator during your school days. Uh, If you've got any other ones apart from boobies, boobless, or hello, please (laughs) share it with the group. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. I feel like maybe there's more words out there and we didn't even do them. I will sit back downstairs by this big giant calculator again tomorrow and type out all your little words that you're going to send in. You've reached the end of the Home Time podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.